On this episode, we talk about how the teams are stacking up at the midpoint of the season, the Raptors' rough patch, and our thoughts on the new Spider-Man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerds and Basketball. Good evening and not good night. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy I'm, New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. So I'm Post Charmone, um, New Year, New Me, and this is DJ CJ slash CJ DJ, depending on the mood. Um, how are you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm, I'm great, man. The holiday season really got me uh, resting up and I'm excited for what's ahead. How about you? How are you? How was your holiday? Good. Oh, oh, my holiday's been, oh, God. Um, first off, I'm, I'm glad to see your December's going well. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, see that Christmas dinner. Um, yeah, okay. Um, for me, um, personally, this is a, it's been a great holiday. Um, a lot of uh, relaxation, a lot of uh, meeting up with some old friends, a lot of hanging out. Mm. Um, I was actually before this on the eight month work term. So for eight months, I was just doing full time work. I had a course to do um, and a lot of other commitments. So I, it honestly felt at points at my busiest time uh, that I was basically working about like six, six days a week, something like that, too. Right. And it, and it felt like, oh, like it was like a bit of a drag. I'm not going to lie by the end, just with, you know, winter coming, everything like that. But, yeah. you know, it's a new year. It's refreshing. Um, the break's been great. I've been getting a chance to go back into some of my hobbies, things I like, and uh, overall just really relaxing vacation. And uh, I'm looking out to get that bread. But we'll talk about some resolutions a bit later. But yeah, how about you? Um, like I said, just rested a lot. Um, I didn't really m- meet up with a lot of friends, although I did get to go to an overnight stay in St. Catharines with my church family and oh, okay. we played dra- uh, Dungeons and Dragons overnight it was amazing it was glorious jelly yeah. jelly um, otherwise um, just been focusing on school focusing on on what's ahead my December bulk is over I was able to finish uh, December bulk with a plus three pounds uh, I went up by three pounds, I think, from one eighty five to one eighty eight, one eighty nine, something like that. So I feel nice. great. Uh, nice. I'm gonna get into a a leaner, stronger version of myself. I'm like I said, I'm mentoring this amazing program for a workout program that I'm gonna do in a couple of weeks. I'm just right now I'm preparing and priming my body for it. So mm-hmm. nice. Other than that, I haven't played ball in four weeks. I feel oh. <gasps> Oh, there's no, no. Ba- there's no ball runs during the holiday, man. That's true, man. Right, that all the gyms true. are closed, so that is true. That kinda is true. Kind of missing out, which is why I picked up. That's my reason why I picked up two <laughs> uh, K, <2K. laughs> so I can ball, I can do ball, ball runs uh, at home. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's, yeah, that's, that's been true. my, that's been my uh, holiday. Nice. No, I no, I'm glad to hear. Um yeah, so it is the new year, 2019. Um 
that's kind of crazy to say 2019 right because right? like um yeah. if you look back at like a lot of those movies from you know 90s 80s when they're kind of looking into that like near future this is the point they're kind of hitting you know you're back yeah. to the future movies yeah blade runner things like that too yeah. this is like what they're aiming for and now we're we're, we're in that time next year it'll be 2020 that it's it's kind of crazy to think it really is it's weird that 2010 was nine years ago i felt like 2010 that, was like two years ago i i agree i agree it feels so recent but um that's just how time goes yeah. like uh like that very popular song from that very popular um, basketball movie space jam time keeps on slipping slipping into the future i'm sorry you had to hear that folks um wait you never watched space jam did you Oh my gosh! Yes, I have watched it. How? Okay, okay. How, I, I, what? What? what oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you about Space Jam. Let me tell you. There are ninety-six volts. <laughs> oh wait! Oh wait! Yeah, MJ's in the movie. There's no way you could have not watched it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh right. man, we're getting uh... <laughs> some things never change. We okay. have we have hectic post Charmone and hectic CJ DJ today. <laughs> Steven Smith CJ. <laughs> Steven Smith the oh can I be yep. Oh wait, I can't be yep. I like LeBron too much. You know what? This is really off topic, but I saw this um I saw this like picture of this old Skip Bayless tweet and I, I died laughing because uh is when Isaiah Thomas got traded to the Cavs and Skip Bayless straight up said, This is Isaiah Thomas's team now. <laughs> and I could not take <laughs> I could not take it. I, I died. Uh, like okay, yeah, because LeBron is not in the team. Okay, relax. Yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Relax, relax. <laughs> um, okay. Um, with that in mind, let's get into some basketball. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, um, uh, if you recall, CJ DJ, when we started this show, um, for a kind of like our predictions, um our ideas on teams basically we kind of did this little rapid fire round where mm. i would list the teams in the east yeah. or the west for say yeah. and then we just give like a word or two really quickly going through it basically uh just a really quick rapid fire just to get ideas a quick summary on our teams in like you know a very succinct way um and from there we just kind of discussed um you know biggest surprises who surprised you the most team wise um and the biggest disappointments and then after that we could talk specifically on you know specific players such as mvp who thinks we rookie year stuff like that so um as i remember last time i read off the east teams for you um and you gave your idea about east teams because i I remember this specifically because you um i forget what you said specifically for philly but you you basically just like trashed philly as hard as you could in like one word like who or something like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so we'll do a flip basically i'm going to list okay. out the west i'm going to list out west teams for you um and you're going to list out the east teams for me and i'll give you um we'll do that little rapid fire sounds let's good let's do it let's do it let's, let's do, do it. it okay let's do it um who wants to go first i'll go first i'll, I'll read i'll read you the eastern teams okay okay all right all right, all right. i'll go backwards from 15 oh, down. the bottom up. yeah from the bottom up 
Oh wait, wait. Why are the why are the calves at the bottom? Wait, what? It's so weird. Sense. Yeah. This is, this is, hey, this is so strange. They're still the team. <laughs> this joke will never die. <laughs> oh, this joke will never die. Like the calves play off hopes, people. They still got hope. Hey, they, don't forget. They they got an earned jersey, man. That means something. <laughs> they're eight and thirty. Oh my gosh. They're worse than the Phoenix Suns. That's how bad they are. Oh yeah, they are. Oh my god. Taking for Zion. Taking for Zion. <laughs> They're gonna get the second coming of LeBron James. Yep. Oh gosh. Wouldn't that be perfect? Okay. That would be perfect, I agree. That would be excellent. Okay. Um okay. yeah. I'll do it. Let's start. Actually no, I won't I'll I'll read it at random. I'll just keep track of Oh, you just go random? Oh, okay, okay. Well, how we'll did we do it the first episode? Did you do it? I, I think we just listed from, like, top to bottom, uh, just because it'd be easy to keep track of it. But if you want to go for the random, then go for it, bud. Okay. Let me see if I can... Because I don't want to lose track of... <laughs> okay. 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 Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Pacers. Um, amazing. Celtics. They're coming. Nets. Um, what a surprise. Okay. Magic. Uh, underappreciated. Pistons. Underachieving. <laughs> um, Hawks. Uh, Luka Doncic, come back. <laughs> Bucks. What the... Wizards. Did I say wizards? Uh, no, you didn't say wizards. No, wizards. Um, rebuild. Raptors. Um, let's get the spread. Hornets. Oh, these guys. Bulls. Um, better luck next year. Next. <laughs> Better luck next year. <laughs> he stops, comes back, come back. The heat. Um, what are you doing? And lastly, the Sixers. Jimmy Buckets time, baby. Oh. Ooh. We'll talk more about that because the Sixers are in the middle of so much drama right now. It's insane. There is drama. So much there drama. is, there so is drama. It's so bad. Okay. There, there is drama where everything okay. buckets. No, nothing, nothing really popping out. Um, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised you said, like like I said, the Sixers are in so much drama right now. I mean, I guess you can talk. we can talk about Jimmy Buckets here and there, but like, this is, this is of course, Jimmy Buckets in basketball. Um, our nerds and Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you know what we we actually laid off our jimmy butler talk to be honest with this drama um i need to hear what your drama you're talking about because i only got like a little snippet between joel Embiid and ben simmons and yeah. that just seemed to be over kind of like this rebound thing yeah. um, i understand jimmy butler said he doesn't see himself playing basketball past 35 which you know in basketball terms isn't very old um oh, yeah, if you're no, looking at like if you're looking at LeBron, if you're looking at like you know mm-hmm. Vince Carter, things like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie Irving said something similar to that, and you know I, I understand that. I understand that you yeah. you don't want to devote your life to the game. You got other aspirations. But uh, yeah. what, what other drama are you talking about? Uh, so other than the Ben Simmons, um, Joel Embiid thing, 
there was the whole uh, well for starters Ben uh, Joel Embiid interestingly enough has stopped on his uh, he's kind of slowing down right now it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of it sucks but he's slowing down um, but not in his game uh, in his social media game more so uh, oh. he hasn't thrown shade against anyone and he had oh. so much reason to do that um, apparently because he's been spending a lot of time with his girlfriend um, uh, I, I guess he's just also been fo- he said he he said that he's maturing that's a big that's a big that's a big deal it's important right um, yeah Otherwise, that's one of the drama. Oh, not really drama. The bigger one was um, Sixers fans <laughs> want want to ban Kylie Jenner off off of the Sixers um, stadium uh, <laughs> because they they believe that she's bad luck. There's a Yo, curse. Man, it's it's uh, a Kardashian curse. Literally, I know she's a Jenner, but it's a Kardashian curse. Yeah, still. A, she's still a Kardashian. Well. Part of she has Kardashian blood. There's there's some <laughs> no, but um there was uh, there was a um a petition and it actually got a lot of signs. Fortunately oh though, God. she was uh, she wasn't banned for away games, so she was there for that last game. Um, otherwise, it's it's nothing nothing new. Like Markel Fultz, they're gonna get an update. He's still in the Sixers. Um, I think he's not waived or anything there's no trades for him so i don't think no. any i feel like there's no team right now who has a who has a public interest in him but i yeah what i do want to see is that i would love to see him in a different jersey like mm-hmm. i told you in the last uh, last couple episodes he would be great in and i was watching um this is this is besides the fact that I, I play for the Rockets in NBA 2K, um, <laughs> but I feel like he would do so well in Magda- Mike D'Antoni's system. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, um, offensively, any player would be much better in that D'Antoni system. Oh basically. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah. um, if he just needs to get over his psychological stuff, or even mm-hmm. like uh, there is a physical injury, there is a physical. There is yes. something physical there, so get they over the side, right? Finally, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Otherwise, um, nothing interesting that or nothing uh, that came out. Maybe uh, the Bulls. You know, the Bulls are they're 13th place, but there's only five spots away from eight. So, <laughs> need to get to it. It's a long half season, boys. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, no. You know, I'm looking at. Uh, it, well, you know, it's possible to be honest. The bottom couple seeds, like basically anything below five, um, in the East is kind of very variable because six, seven, eight. It's like the Heat, the Hornets, the Pistons. Those aren't the really interesting teams. I hate to say that, but like, yeah. if you're looking in terms of like who's kind of got that shot to make it to that East Conference Finals, maybe the Finals, mm-hmm. you're looking at those top five teams right now. I agree. I agree. Um, um, I do want to hit quickly on the Brooklyn Nets. I had a chance to catch a Brooklyn Nets game, um, them playing um, uh, the uh, Pelicans, because I frankly wanted to watch the Pelicans more because um, I was very, I'm was i very disappointed with them. Um, as you probably understand, they're 14th yeah. in the West right now. Yeah, um, yeah. But they finally got Alfred Payton back from injury, and I felt, okay, let's see how this goes, because this team started really hot before Alfred Payton got injured, so yeah, maybe they yeah. get something rolled. Uh, but you know what? I was, in turn, just very impressed by the Brooklyn Nets, and I was very pleasantly surprised to see 
the ninth in the East. And I think it'd be such a great thing because um, it's such a young core of players. And they got they got some quality players. Um, D'Angelo Russell is growing. He's becoming better and better throughout the season. If he stays healthy, you know, he could be a great guard. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie is legitimately a six-man-of-the-year contender. Um, I really like Dinwiddie. He's just an excellent player. Jarrett Allen, um, so much energy in terms of blocking he loves blocking those players i watched him block anthony davis and i just i love that competitive edge mm, to it you saw that eh i saw that i saw that it wasn't a clean block i'm not gonna lie but i like the idea of that right the- so you know what yeah like it was a good thing to see because like you know how much we make fun of brooklyn Nets, right uh, after that trade with the celtics but you know the wake of that trade is finally kind of dying down now they get focused on their future and uh, I'm very pleasantly proud to say, I'm glad to say rather that um, for Brooklyn Nets fan, the worst part of, you know, the worst part of this rebuild is finally over, I feel. Mm-hmm. Now's the time to, you know, get some Ws. You're not going to get super high picks, but that's fine. You're going to get some picks finally. Mm-hmm. Get those young players, work with your young core, make some trades. Um, if you slip into the playoffs this year, great enjoy it um you know get that playoff experience d'angelo russell would love the play, uh, playoff experience but um just a very i'm very pleasantly surprised they actually had a great run where they won seven straight games against some very tough teams too um and that's just a great thing to see basically mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah um pistons have been disappointing me quite a bit they started off really hot but nothing from there um this top five <coughs> This top five um, is basically been pretty static this entire season. Yeah. The Celtics are rocketing, you know, right up. Uh, Pacers, I've been very impressed with. The Pacers oh, yeah. are one of the are they were one of the hottest teams in the NBA. They have five. Right now. They have a five winning streak right now. It's insane. And you know, before that, they had um, an eight game win streak, which was broken. Like they have been winning like nobody's business, basically. Miles um, Turner's coming into his own. This has been. And such an exciting Pacers team to watch. They're two games back from being top in the East. That is ridiculous. It Think is, about this. This is. team, this team, um, just a, just a few years ago, just a year ago, actually, traded away their star player for what looked like a uh, rebuild with you know Oladipo and Sabonis. Mm-hmm. But what they got out of it was Victor Oladipo, who will be an All Star this year, um, and Sabonis, who's legitimately again a Six Man of the Year um, contender. And they're just looking really excellent right now. And I'm I'm glad to say Raptors, of course, we're going to be talking about a bit more. Bucks, we're going to be talking about a bit more too when I talk about my MVP talk, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Bucks have just been excellent. Um, 76ers we already covered that drama the heat i said what are you doing because i feel like the heat are in kind of this this kind of weird limbo zone yeah i appreciate what i appreciate what they're doing trying to win things like that too but i i I don't know the specifics of the situation obviously but uh, i know they, they want to focus on i was looking specifically at their center so in terms of it was really interesting to me because um Hazen Whiteside, he's putting up some good numbers. Um, but here's the thing, he's only averaging about twenty-two minutes a game. Because that time split's going with him and um their young center they just drafted, Bam uh, Adebayo. Um, if I'm saying his name wrong, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> but again, I was just thinking to myself, I'm just saying, what are you trying to do? I know you have a young center. Um, and I see um, that center because I've been watching a lot of Heat games recently. I, when I see him on the court, 
he's like very energetic he gets the ball moving he's a good passer and white side's kind of that more traditional center so i'm saying you know i'm sure there's a market for white side somewhere trade him off get a little some assets and you know develop that young core because a first round exit in the playoffs is it's not really it really doesn't do too much i know you want to keep winning but you got to get some sort of star power there and i feel this heat franchise is begging for one because I'll be honest with you. What is the identity of this team after Dwayne Wade retires? What is the identity of Aiden? right now? Personally, I think they're they're more of the underdog, um, in your face team. I've seen them play a couple mm-hmm. of games. They're yeah, very in a good way. They're very raggedy. Like they're very out. Mm-hmm. Like they're like so. So I'm the way I see the NBA right now. It's very spaced out. It's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of uh, zone defense. Um, there's no more man to man. It's hard to play man to man now in this kind of game because yeah, um, it's like it's just three points on three points, or like if you're lucky, you get mid range, or if you're in the Lakers, you'd pass it to LeBron and let him dunk. Pass that's to LeBron, that's yeah. literally the play style right now. The NBA, which is fine, right? Yeah. It it kind of sucks in a way because you don't get to see. Um, um, the, the different kind of play styles of, of a game although although given given the top teams right now with the Warriors being being up there and the Raptors and the Nuggets especially the Nuggets are interesting oh, yeah. because they're 60% like they're six they're, they they have a balance but it's a 60 40 balance where they're 60% they're gonna have a very open space game 40% they're gonna give it to Murray and let him dunk which, yeah which is an interesting play style but Given the heat, man, um, they're so they have a very old school style in their yeah. game, and that's that's probably given because that's probably because of Pat Riley, that's probably because of of yes. Eric Spolstra, um, and you've seen that too, even with with LeBron and Wade and Bosh when they had the big three um, mm. a couple a few years ago, right? They had a very aggressive in the paint play style that. Yeah. Frankly, got them to win the got, didn't get them to win that champ or that clincher game against the Spurs because how did they win that clincher game? Ray Allen for three. Ray right? Allen for three. Yeah. So Ray Allen. It was three. Right. That you 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 never don't ever forget about Ray Allen, man. Don't sleep. Nope. Nope. Like, right. Nope. That that was Ray Allen saved LeBron's career there. Um. So, yeah. um, there's there's really. No other way to play, but the Heat have a very, um, uh, what's it called, bulldog-ish type of game where they're just pounding the paint or they're pounding mid-range, and yeah. that's a given because they're they're retiring one of their best players and they have a very they have a very big team, right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's the Heat. Um, in terms of like going quickly over the other teams I mentioned, um, uh, again, it always happens every year. Hornets had a hot start. Kemba Walker had a yeah. hot start. He's doing great, but we all kind of forgot about the Hornets still. Um, Pistons, again, this is a bit disappointing. Uh, Magic, uh, Nikola Vucevic is legitimately an amazing center. Like, he is actually, he's doing some amazing things. He is not, he's not died down, but, you know, the Magic young team, they got Mo Bamba. We'll see what happens. Bamba. Bamba. Mo Bamba. <laughs> Like my okay, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna try seeing. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, and then basically you're looking at the Hawks. They want picks. Bulls. They want picks. 
Knicks, they want picks, and the Cavs obviously want those picks. So that's kind of what I'm feeling about the East right now. These top five teams, they are what they are. Celtics are rising right now. They've they've been looking pretty good. They're they're going to be like very competitive. They're being doing better. Gordon Hayward had a great game, which oh, is yeah. you know scary thing for other teams to see. Um, and Raptors and Bucks, we're going to be talking later. But uh, are you ready for me to go through the West? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, see, I I don't I I don't want to be sporadic picking like you. So I'm gonna be. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do something interesting. I'm going to do like a little alternating thing where I'm basically going to say the bottom team, then the top team, then the second bottom team, then the second top team, and we're just going to be working toward the middle, okay? Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, so you ready? Yep. Okay, Phoenix. You have as much wins as you had points one game. (laughs) That's clever. That's clever. Okay, okay, sorry. Uh, Nuggets. The Joker. Pelicans. Yeah, that's it. So I'm gonna say <laughs> there's nothing yeah. to say, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> honestly, uh, Warriors. Um, again, just keep at it. I guess. Uh, Timberwolves. Oh, go go. Oh uh, no, that that's it. That's it. Okay, Timberwolves. Jimmy Butler effect. <laughs> uh, Thunder. Rock that guitar, PG thirteen. Rock that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Jazz. You see Spider Mitchell's new uh, shoe? Looks good. It looks really nice. It looks really nice. Yeah. That's what we're going to say for the Jazz. Yeah. Uh, the Rocket. I am... This is going to sound really dirty, but I am so hard for Harden right now. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> folks. This is a PG-13 show. Um, Mavericks. Doncic. 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 Clippers. You missed the Blazers. Oh, okay, but sure. The Clippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clippers. Okay. Uh okay. Clippers. Oh. No, no, I'll do the Clippers. Um There's just quiet. But they're 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 playing like the Spurs right now. We're very silent, but they're in mm-hmm. there. Okay. Um and like most other um people um who've forgotten, uh the Trailblazers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah, so sorry. they're just they're just there. Like, there's not they're just there. I mean, they're in the top five, but they're just there. Yeah, uh, the Grizzlies. Um, they were in the top for a bit, and then they, they went were. Down. That was interesting. So I'd say, I'd probably say push for eight. Yeah, um, the Spurs. I can't wait for that game tonight. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Kings. Kings. Um, is De'Aaron Fox really the fastest guy in the game? I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think so. I've. Mm, you should. Mm, you, mm, oh, oh. <laughs> let me let me tell you about Westbrook here, man. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. We will talk about this. Um, and funny enough, last but not least, in eighth spot, after mm. slipping from fourth, we have the Lakers. Does LeBron still bring wine every game, or <laughs> is that is that like LeBron. is that the is that the whole like it's cool because he was he was coming into the game he had a, he had a he had a glass of wine I'm looking at it is that the wine in the cup thing that was a thing by yeah, the way yeah, yeah that's like that's what people do it's better than like walking around with like that wine glass yeah. I actually have a joke I have a joke to say do I 
Yes, LeBron um, winds on and off the court. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nerds in Basketball. <laughs> Put the intro right there. <laughs> yeah, right there, right there. That was okay. I'm sorry. I was very proud of that. I, yeah. I no, I like it. Up. That was good. That was good. I, I like I'm super. It. You know what? Skip Bayless just contacted me and he's saying he wants to buy the joke. <laughs> sell, he's, sell it for good money, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. He, he's offered me a pair of Jordans. Um, <laughs> I don't think he'll give it to me. No, but um, yeah. Okay, so that was the West. Um, yeah, okay, like I said, the West is very, very, like, the over the past, like, week or so, like, beginning the break to right now, it has changed quite a bit. It really has. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Lakers were fourth. They were on the edge, the cusp of being third. But then LeBron James gets injured, and then they go to eighth, and they could be out of a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah. It, it just tells you kind of, like, they do need LeBron. Um, we'll talk about this later because this is going to be part of three-point play. So we won't go into Lakers too too much. Um, Rockets. Wow. Look, what did I tell you though? I told you the Rockets would be coming back. Yeah. No, that was that was interesting. Um, I I never see the thing about the Rockets is that they're gonna get there. They're gonna make like I I I still I still think I, it's because of the whole. Like what forty like ten games now with forty plus or thirty plus points with with Harden, mm-hmm. right? But but it it's a big deal to say that in the season it's a great it's a great deal, right? And I'm sure he'll be he's already up there. And when it comes to MVP talks, and we'll talk about that later. But yeah. it's great and all for you to to get that um that trophy. It's great and all for you to get that um. Uh, those points and get in the playoffs, but what about the chip though? Mm, what about mm. the chip though? I mean, yeah. the Rockets have been there. The Rockets have, they've had every chance, mm-hmm. even to the point of beating the Warriors to play the Cavs. Mm. Yeah, man, that was that that would have been that year. That would have been that, and I wouldn't be like that would be that would be the year where the Rockets could have had a, a an, an immense chance because what, what that was last year right when they they were winning against the warriors so like that was last year so in fact the rockets were um three and two so exactly. they could have finished it uh in at basically in the sixth game yeah or even like the seventh game but exactly they, they lost both they lost yeah. both. yeah so so to say that you know Harden wasn't per- like either he's choking or something else it's great it's great that they're 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 up there but for how long right you, you can mm. you can get like the thing about the the, seat, the thing about the NBA and the thing about the sport is that it's great it's like I was watching um talking about the, the Pacers I was watching Oladipo give an interview about uh he he talked about his 2019 goals and he said like oh I'm just gonna focus on every day like like let mm. every day be on its own don't focus on what's gonna happen in in three weeks or in June or whatever focus on what's in front of you right now right? and that's great and that's awesome for the Pacers but we're talking about the top eight in the east top eight in the west let them fight off and then you get the top two in the league to play for a chip mm-hmm. I'm sorry but the Pacers aren't really in the talks for a chip right now they're not they, they're, they're <sighs> come on yeah. Come on, come on! I, I, June, I June looks like the Warriors versus the Raptors right now. Let's be so honest right now. Even with the Bucks being top seed right now, that means mm-hmm. like Warriors are second place. Like, come on! Like, 
and yet they're still they're still hitched for a chip. Same with the Raptors. They're second place. They're they they actually have the best record in the in the NBA right now, right? Mm-hmm. So, not not putting down the Pacers if they can pull off something insane, I wouldn't be surprised. But we're talking numbers versus sheer, uh, ins- like not insanity, but sheer the surprise factor of it right like I would not be surprised if the Pacers made it to to the finals because they're a great team they're an amazing team I saw them play against the Raptors that one game where they when the Raptors won by three that was a foul by the way but you yeah. know we'll talk about yeah. that later um, but like talking about the Rockets man Harden's got nothing right now like honestly they're they're building so much around him and uh-huh. I'm, I love seeing the organization. I love seeing uh, the head office doing so well. And the D'Antoni system with, with Harden makes so much sense. Mm, but Absolutely. But there, it's not going to... Unless you get it... Unless you get a chip, your MVPs and everything aren't going to... like. They're going to make you a Hall of Famer, but mm-hmm. like it's going to suck if you don't have a chip under your belt. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I agree with that um, a lot because, like, um, uh, to basically kind of, I agree with a lot, what a lot what you said with the Rockets. I feel the Rockets will still finish in this top four, five area, mm-hmm. but they are no longer championship contenders in my no. eyes. No, they, they are not. I say the Thunder are more oh, championship yeah. contenders. They oh, they yeah. definitely are. There, there are some things that Thunder need to work on, but the Thunder are a legitimately excellent, excellent team. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Pacers, going back to the Pacers real quick, um, they've never really had a lot of national coverage because it is a very low-key team, the Pacers, right? They, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it, they, you know, when they had Paul George, they were always overshadowed by LeBron. This has honestly been the Pacers have been one of the most consistently good teams um, for the past few years, really, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I, I have high hopes for Indiana. They don't have that superstar power that the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, or the 76ers do. They don't have that superstar power. They really don't. Their biggest star probably is Victor Oladipo, and which is kind of funny to say. Um but that's why I like this team so much because it is such a sum of some of the parts basically creating like a bigger picture basically right um and this team when all its pieces are working as all these young players improve it's really it's just a really fun team to watch and I I do like them that way but going back to the west yeah so out of the rockets um I love what you said about the thunder <laughs> that air guitar um <laughs> you know what russell westbrook makes me laugh he is a guy that guy that game he shot three for 20 but he's not afraid of taunting nope. he is not afraid of taunting nope. lance stevenson i uh you know what he did too he basically stared down lance uh at the bench after that and like winked and gave him a kiss too like that yeah, is the type of place so, yeah yeah um offensively you know he's still doing his triple double business right but um yeah. his shot has been off. Oof. Off. Yeah, it's it's I'm looking at the stats right now, not very good. It yeah. it is his shot is the lowest it's ever been in his career. Lowest. Oof. His percentage from 3 is I'm pretty sure it's uh 22% from 3, which is the second lowest of his career. Um offensively he's got some work to do. Um yeah. That's the thunder. But here's the thing. The Thunder have had such a great defensive identity all without Andre Robertson. They are probably one of the best defensive teams in the league. 
again all the all without andre robertson so you know they have that going for them and i'm going to lightly touch on this but paul george um he's taking his game to next levels basically um this is the best year he's ever had in his career he's on the cusp of averaging 27 points a game on the cusp and that is such a huge landmark in my terms of players because i'm looking at this right the players that are averaging you know over 27 points a game this is a play these are the players you're looking at you're looking at um lebron james leonard durant steph curry anthony davis james harden they're all amazing players if if Paul George can get to that point, what does that make him an amazing player in my opinion? An amazing player. Oh yeah, he's already ninth in the league in scoring, and it's just such a wonderful thing to see. Because uh, I'm a big Paul George fan. Uh, defensively, he's doing his work. He is legitimately one of my favorite. If Kawhi Leonard wasn't in this league, he'd be basically the best two way player um, in this league, basically defensively and offensively. But Kawhi's been doing he's been doing his work basically. Um, yeah, so that's just my thoughts on the Thunder. Um, tell me more about, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on, give me the Nuggets, because there's been a lot of stuff, a little talk. The Nuggets, I want to hear a bit more about the Nuggets. A lot of people have been saying, uh, Jokic, uh, MVP. His, his fans have been chanting. Do you think that's a legitimate claim or, um, do you think it's more of just the fans hyping up this really excellent player? Well, let's not forget this is the Denver Nuggets we're talking about. Their uh-huh. their fans are from Denver. What happens in Denver? They smoke weed. <laughs> They're high. Relax. <laughs> no, but for real. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so much. I guess shame. you're technically not wrong. Okay. Right? Go on. <laughs> hey. Go hey. On. I'm taking a proofs course. That's how I prove things. <laughs> if. <laughs> <laughs> they smoke weed. They're high. Leave them alone. Anyway, um, no, Jokic is not in no nowhere near MVP mm-hmm. status. He's a great player, and Denver Nuggets are playing really well this year because they they have every piece in the right place. That's the yeah. one thing that a lot of players like. That's the one thing that this kind of game. I'm gonna rant about how the game has evolved through the years. The game of uh, positionless basketball. Yeah. The Nuggets are taking advantage of that by playing positioned basketball. Yeah. Tell me. Like, Jokic is playing... Actually, no. I wouldn't say positionless basketball. I wouldn't say it's positioned basketball where they have a power forward and everything. But yeah. they take advantage of the whole spiel of let's get Jokic, play like a point, but at the same time, let him let him dominate the paint as much as possible. But he's a great passer. Yeah. Which opens up the, the offense so much, right? Not just for threes or not just for threes, but also for mid range shots and for mm-hmm. drives in the paint. So uh-huh. th- that's how the Nuggets are playing right now, and they're taking advantage of the current system of the NBA. Um, Jokic being an MVP, no way, no, no way. Like that's a joke, literally. Like <laughs> that's a joke, itch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's uh, a joke, itch. No, <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 no, it's uh, it's summarize. This is it, Jokic, great player, 
um, showing off why he should have not been the showing off why the Nuggets are geniuses for drafting him forty first overall. Mm-hmm. Um, such like again, here's the thing: I didn't notice. Jokic is going to be twenty four in February. He's he, he's he's a young guy still, um, and he's almost averaging a triple double. Um, you know what? Denver just found a great player in Jokic. Um, oh yeah, they're going to be interest. They're going to be very interesting in the playoffs. I <sighs> they're the one team I'm not very sure. I you know what I want to do? Um, as much as the Nuggets are a really good team, I feel like I've done them a disservice. I should try catching more of their games basically um i watched a game with them when they played the rap and that you know was a very good game but i want to see them play um other teams and i, I need to see more nuggets games but uh, that's just me personally um okay i'm gonna ask you quick clippers you were um, very high up in the clippers you saw the clippers being you know a high team a top four team i was very much saying the clippers just had a hot start they're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to regress quite a bit to that bottom half of the playoff bracket. Um, mm. uh, looks like someone's right so far. Um, who, who's currently uh, right? Um, no. Well, hey, give me give give me a little bit of credit here, uh, or a little bit of slack here, rather. Um, no, you're you're absolutely right. Like, okay, the Clippers are doing, they're doing okay, right? But like that, that's okay. And like I'm, 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 I'm saying they're a top four team because, um, looking at the top four right now, right? Nuggets deserve to be there. Warriors deserve to be there. Thunder deserve to be there. The Rockets. Remove Harden. What happens to the Rockets? Oh, they're they're done. They're done. Like Harden had the definition basically put this team on his back. Basically, exactly. He, he's put this team on his back. Exactly. Now the Clippers is interesting. Look at their lineup. They don't have a star player. What? Lou no, Williams? No, they don't. They don't. And the fact that they're sixth place, that says a lot about a team. It does. That it says does. a lot about whatever system they're playing. They're, that says a lot about who their um, their coaches. Um, that says a lot about how they're, the, they're, the kind of um, game that they're playing right yeah. now. So the fact they're sixth place and they used to be in the top four, they used to be number one at some point because of how... Yeah. I'm looking at it right now, so I've only I've only figured it out. The way they they do the first place before it was before it was based on whoever had the most wins, but now it's based on percentage. I think that's how it works. I think they've recently uh, changed that. Oh, I never which, knew that. Uh, yeah, I always thought it was whoever had the most wins. I always thought it was like percentage based, but I'm not too sure on this point. No, it's always actually I think it's recently they put in percentage oh. base. I'm not too sure. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because if you look, if you really look at it, the the Raptors should really be in first because they played more games. They played yeah. what, four thirty nine games. Uh huh. Yeah, thirty nine games. The Bucks only what the the Bucks only played thirty six, right? So in in essence, the Raptors should be first place because not only have they played more games, they've mm. also won more games. So they should technically be first, but. Right now, uh, the winning, um, the winning, uh, the way they do the winning or the top eight is by percentage. Okay, so. you know that that is an interesting, um, that is an interesting um, observation. Yeah. Um, I feel they only do that because, um, because the Bucks have games in hand and the Raptors do have that extra loss. 
Um, they're just basically saying like essentially those games we don't know how they're going to go but the one definite we know is that the raptors do have um proportionally more losses essentially that's what they're going for and interestingly enough yeah and interestingly enough uh i'm looking at this right now and the raptors have actually played one of the highest amounts of away games too so let's Mm -hmm. bring those boys home let's bring them home Mm -hmm. um but yeah. yeah uh yeah okay so Clippers, fair enough, fair enough. Um, they are where I expect them to be, but you know, not a lot of star power on that team. But you know, again, a, a great surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna ask you this real quick, and then we'll move on to our MVP talk. Sure. Are you kind of disappointed by the Timberwolves? Because we kind of had a bit, we both had kind of higher hopes for them after that trade, uh, but they kind of have slipped. Uh, four and six the past ten games, two game losing streak. Uh, are we kind of disappointed in the Timberwolves? Ah, uh, yes, with the timber bull- <laughs> timber bulls. I'm disappointed only because I feel like I feel like Ro- uh, I'm gonna sound like a I'm gonna sound like a Rose fan, but I am. So, hear me out. I feel like yeah. Rose needs to be in a better place right now, given his given what's happening with him. But but here's the here's the catch though. Timberwolves is one of the teams that is like he's like he fits well with the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm looking at every other team in the East and in the West. Right now, the only team that I feel like he could work with would be the Sixers. Oh my god! Seriously, seriously. Like I feel like if there, I feel like if he played in the in 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 the Trailblazers, who's he gonna try to take over? Mm-hmm. Lillard? Nah, Lillard has no. that spot. Even with the Lakers, they have Rondo and Ball. Right, uh-huh. and then the Bucks. Who's who's their um, who's their lineup? Uh, Bucks lineup. Uh, Bledsoe. 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 Who's their point guard? Bledsoe. Well, who's the point guard for the Sixers? Um, you have basically a Ben Simmons playing that role, but you're you're basically sounding like um, Derrick Rose could be like a good Markel Fultz um replacement, where Derrick Rose is like a proven scorer and he's he can he shoot be a- that three and. He- could drive that basket I, exactly like tj mcconnell's great jj reddick's not really a point guard he's more of a two guard so um, he, he's a shooter he's yeah, a he's, a, he's shooter. oh yeah no but he has a great he has a great passing game but he's not a pass oh, really? okay okay yeah he's not a, he has a great passing game he's a good like he has great court vision and i'll be the only reason because he has one of the reasons why jj reddick has a really good i've said this to many people one of the reasons why jj reddick has a really good uh, vision of the court is because he always say one he always stays outside and number two he's deadly from the outside. So when mm-hmm. when when he gets bogged down with defense, whether it be a double team or um, whatever, he knows where to pass and who to pass it to because he's always been an outside guy. Mm-hmm. Fair, mm-hmm. right? So Fair give, give that enough. give that position to Rose with Rose playing significantly well and give that and then you, you add that up with Butler and you have a, a very strong 76ers lineup Derek let's say we even put let's say we even put Derek Rose as a point point guard uh, Ben Simmons as actually no Jimmy Butler is shooting Ben Simmons as small forward Joel Embiid as power forward or even center and who's their center oh, they don't have a center for Philadelphia, yeah, it's, it's probably it's it's probably Embiid. Embiid. Yeah, it is Embiid. Embiid. Yeah, yeah. No, but like I'm looking at it, like because Joel Embiid's listed as a uh, a power forward. So. A st- no, oh, he's a he is really. 
Yeah, he's he's listed as a power forward. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, they have a very big team. That's the thing. So, yeah, I, you know, get the Wolves. I don't know. It's not their year. It's definitely not their year. But they're, what, four four games behind eight? So, (laughs) if they can get around, because, like, you're looking at, you're looking at between the tenth, or actually no, the ninth place all the way to thirteenth, right? Uh-huh. Um, even the Pelicans have a, a pretty long stretch ahead of them, um, uh-huh. but the Pelicans have nothing going for them right now, honestly. Uh, but otherwise, the Wolves have something going for them, and that's um, that's good. Um, hey, Wiggins played really well one game. <laughs> He did. He's been he's been sort of improving, which is which is fine to see. I will say, mm-hmm. um, with Andrew, Cat's been doing a lot better too. Um, you know what? It feels like the Wolves have kind of converted back to that point they were before. Yeah. Um, they were they had Butler basically, where it was just like saying like, oh, um, they don't have Jimmy Butler, and they were just kind of like this like young team, youngish team now. Um, that just didn't really make the playoffs. We'll see. It's it's a it's a messy point to be with these wolves. We'll see how it goes. It really rests on that young talent. If that young talent really props them forward, great. We'll see how it goes. Derek Rose, um, very good player. He's having a great year. Um, some injury concerns with him. I it seems like his ankles bothering him quite a bit. He's going to be missing four games now. But it always feels that ankle kind of flares up and with Derek yeah. Rose you always have to be careful with those injuries right mm-hmm. and, and I hate to see that because he's been doing very good legitimately um, I'd love to see him in that all-star game I really would uh, but yeah um, okay I think that's going to be our rough idea about these teams right now where they are um, that West could shift instantly really quick uh, as soon as LeBron comes back to the Lakers I'm sure they're going to be bouncing back up too, um, but it's going to be very interesting. Spurs are in a playoff spot again. Um, and yeah, and the Warriors, uh, DeMarcus Cousins is coming. He had a full practice with them. I feel he's going to be coming sooner than later. And when DeMarcus Cousins comes onto that team, it's going to be a very, very interesting dynamic. We will see how that works out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So now uh, we're going to talk about some awards, just really quick. Um Thoughts on MVP, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player, um, Sixth Man of the Year. Um, and, you know, just give a little sentence to go. I feel like a lot of these we will agree on. Um, if we have a point of contention, we'll see where it goes from there. Okay. So, let's start. Who is your MVP at this point? At this point? Yeah. Can't lie. LeBron. Okay. Okay. Um, that's... That's interesting. Who else? Who else will LeBron? Maybe uh, I, Harden. I can, I can make a lot of arguments. Um, James Harden has been putting like the most valuable player. James Harden is the definition of most valuable player for mm-hmm. this Rockets team. Mm-hmm. He put the team on his back and now they're fourth. And the fact is, if you're like in the top four of a conference, that, that kind of like clears that hurdle saying like, oh, you're putting up great individual stats, but you're not really in a playoff position, right? But yeah. um as a top four team in the West, that's tough to accomplish. And James Harden has done that. So for me, I'm going to be leaning to James Harden just because of this historic run he's on right now in terms sure. of scoring and doing everything else. Let's see how long he can keep this because the man's going to get 
fatigued eventually. We'll see how this Rocket teams go. If he keeps this up for like, you know, 10, 15 more games, then like, man, I'm sorry. He's got to be your MVP. Um, my close second is um, Giannis Antetokounmpo because he's really revitalized his Bucks team. He's only he's only 24 um and like his game is like he's working so much on his game he's, he's so dangerous like i'm gonna say this right now in in three years like i cannot imagine how good Giannis will be everyone's gonna age at that point you know people will be out of the league it's gonna be Giannis's league in my opinion at that point because he is just so good he is doing so much little things i was watching this really good video and it was showing how Giannis has added some handles to his game and it's just allowed him to get to the basket so much more easily and just score better basically yeah i've, I've seen that yeah he's, he's yeah, behind the back the behind the back yeah, thing right and yeah. it was like really it was really cool to see him have those little handles i'm not gonna say he's gonna be your kyrie irving next no um, no what the, no 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 but um <laughs> having those handles you know that's that's really big right and if he gets his jumper on point if he gets like splashing threes then i'm sorry like, he's going to get some MVPs coming his way. But right now, James Harden. LeBron James, I can't give it to him at this point. Lakers are eighth in the West. He really has revitalized this Lakers team. Um, the, this Lakers core looks better, actually. It feels like they've kind of absorbed from LeBron James. They look a bit more confident. Um, we'll, we'll go on this for Christmas. But that Christmas Day win with LeBron James um, out um, was really telling to me. That was very impressive to see. Um, but I, I can't really see it. I would love to see LeBron get it. Let's hope he can do something, you know, when the season continues, but that's just my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Who's, who's your, uh, you said, right? Uh, either yeah, Harden it's basically or... James Harden by a percent over Giannis, right? Just by a percent. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't really, um, put, um, defend Kawhi Leonard on this. No, the, the thing about Kawhi is that he's, he's a contender for sure. He's, he's. He's he's definitely in the top. Like if I were to line it up, if I were to listen, that would be LeBron James, James Harden, Jonas uh, would be fourth for me over Leonard. Okay. The only re- the only reason being is because Jonas is just like you need you need to like he the play doesn't go through him. You need to bring the play to him. Does that make sense? They want the play to go through him. That's yeah. what I'm trying to. They yeah. want him to be that point forward person. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, which is fine, right? But like, that's not when you when you when you think of MVPs, when you think of Derrick Rose, circa 2009, 10, something. I forget when. 2008 was it? 2008, yeah. Derrick Rose. Yeah. When he won the when he won the MVP. Um. Oh, was that 20? I feel it was like no, because um. No, it wasn't there. I feel like that 2018 is when Derrick Rose got 2011. 2011. 2011. Yeah, yeah, my bad. 28 my bad. when he was when, when he 2008 got drafted, when he got drafted. My fault. My yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he got MVP in 2011. That you you saw him. The play wasn't being brought to him. He he had the play with him. Uh huh. The play was moving around him. The play was. <laughs> was through him but it wasn't given to him the same but with Giannis you have to give it to him same with LeBron his MVP years same with Curry his MVP years the the play wasn't given to them the play was like they were the play if that uh-huh. makes sense you know what I mean yeah. which yeah. is why I think Giannis still needs to work on uh, because he's an amazing two way guy uh-huh. Back and forth, he's he's a great player, great player offensively, and even better player defensively. Same with Kawhi Leonard, right? Uh-huh. 
which is why James Harden winning winning MVP uh, makes sense because he's doing he's getting godly numbers. His defense is actually doing pretty well, like he significantly is. well versus uh, significantly better than than his previous years, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. So putting putting LeBron up there because if you don't have LeBron in your MVP list, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know, or, or rather, oh. you know, well, not that I don't know what's wrong with you, but like. There's there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Right. I agree. So you have to talk. Even 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 with him being, um, uh, even with him sitting out, he's still an MVP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Leonard. See, he's still. I feel like he's he's no longer stuck in the Spurs system, but his MVP style is stuck in the Spurs in the Spurs system where. We don't need to win MVP. We don't need to win uh, this this uh, chip or this chip. We need to win the Larry O'Brien chip, you know. Yeah. So, which is great. He's already thinking of June. There was an interview where people were asking him blah 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 blah, and then he said, "Oh, I'm just thinking about June." He skipped April and May. Insane, <laughs> right? So, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Raptors. I'm excited for Leonard, but he's 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 up there. Just not now. Not yet. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, no, that's an interesting take. Um, I do agree with you, LeBron James. For the past, however many years, um, he has to be a consideration when it comes to MVP every oh, single yeah. year, basically every oh, yeah. single year. Oh yeah. Um. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Okay. So quickly, I think we're both going to be pretty unanimous on this one. Rookie of the year. Three, two, one. Doncic. Doncic. Yeah. Don. Donkit. Doncic. Doncic. It's Doncic, right? Or is yeah. Doncic? I don't know. I read as Doncic because NC is like, ch- yeah. I've heard his name a million times too. I'm gonna to say you're probably right with Doncic, but um, yeah, um, just a great player, um, good player, great handles. He's putting up great stats, very comparable to LeBron's um, first season. And you know what too, with Rookie of the Year, you kind of need to have some flash with you. Um, and and he's got that flash. Luca's oh, yeah. got some, oh, yeah. he's got that flash. He's all over Instagram, and that's what you kind of need to have the little push to get your rookie of the year. And I think by far he's he's rookie of the year. The Mavs are doing a lot better. Um, it'll help if they kind of sneak into a playoff spot, but um, he's doing better than Aiton right now. He's doing better than Trey Young, and it's pretty easy for me right now. And I think he will win the award. Mm, I agree. Okay, I agree. Um, okay, most improved player again. I think three, two, one. This I'm going to say the same. Three, two, one. Rose. Rose. Yeah, Rose. Oh, um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Like, I'm, look, I'm looking at his numbers. The two games he had before he got injured, um, and he missed four games. He had like 25 points and like nine assists. Like, mm-hmm. This is like classic D Rose numbers, oh, right? Yeah. Like, those are some good numbers. And like, literally, he is the most improved player. Hopefully these injuries don't pile up on him and he stays healthy because it's so crucial for him. Um, but if he stays healthy, knock on wood, he's going to be most improved player by the fact that he literally is just the most improved player right now. He really is. I agree. I agree. He's he's no, not just most improved player, man. Like he's most improved player in the past what five years. Like he's yeah, improved. he's improved only because. I, the reason why we consider him most improved player is because of the fact that he came out of an injury and mm. went through the ebbs and flows of an injury. And mind you, this was an injury that could have been career ending. 
right? Where yeah. he was thrown multiple, around different multiple teams, injuries, right? So to say that to say that he's a most improved player is actually an understatement to say the least. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, most improved player definitely. Six no, I, I. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Six, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's do six man of the year. Um. Okay. okay. So who is your six man of the year? Hmm. It's a tough one. It is. It is. This one's always a tough one to call. Because there's really nothing. There's. Mm, who would I consider a six? Man? See, that's the thing about this kind of game right now. There's yeah. no real six man. Yeah. There's no real like. Well, okay, maybe. Like I would even consider Shock on a six man, but he's he plays he plays starting now. I think. Cause, cause oh, Siakam, uh, Siakam? Siakam, sorry, Siakam. Yeah. Siakam, Siakam, <laughs> Siakam is playing really well, so. He is, um, he is. Would you, cons- I, I wouldn't consider, actually, no, I would consider him a six-man because he doesn't always play um, the starting lineup. Uh, and there's no six-man that comes to mind. How about you? Who do you think should be six-man? <sighs> My heart wants to say DeMontis Sabonis because he's been doing a lot for his Pacers oh. team. Sabonis has been doing excellent. Yeah. Um, but by pure stats and what he's doing right now, Lou Williams, he's doing his he's doing mm-hmm. his duty on the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Clippers are doing well, and just in terms of numbers, like I'm 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 looking at this right now, and this is a very interesting thing to say. Lou Williams is the first person since. Ricky Pierce from 1990 to average 22, 20 points, over 20 points as a six. No one has done that since 1990. That's insane. That is insane. And you know what? I feel like CP3 would do something like that. Actually, no, he would. Well, CP3 isn't your six man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's my thought. And like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, yeah, there's no reason why Lou Williams shouldn't win again this year. Um, I'd love to see some bonus, but as long as Lou Williams is basically coming off the bench and playing heavy minutes still, mm-hmm. it's Lou Williams. Because, like, Lou Williams is having – let me, like, do a little quick check. Let's see how Lou Williams is doing this season. Um, I, You know what? Even Derek Rose could be a six-man potentially as well too. But I don't know how they feel about giving it to the same player back-to-back. But um, Lou Williams is – let's see what Lou Williams is doing. Williams. Okay, well, Lou Williams is only averaging 18 points a game this season, so that's that's not as high, actually, as I thought it would be. Well, like I said, the Clippers have a lot of... Yeah, yeah, it's, they do. It's, it's, they, they play a lot of law, law of averages, where if you can... I'd rather have one... I'd rather have, like, 10 different above average players versus having like an ex- an excellent player and then you know what i mean that yeah. makes sense which is why they're yeah, six yeah. Fans right now and i don't think yeah. i don't think they're they're contended for a chip but they, they they're in a good spot they're in a good uh-huh. spot for i think for uh-huh. uh, we'll see we'll see um i'm checking this out too hold up i just read i don't know if this is real but it would be insane if this is real but the Celtics have five first-round draft picks. Five. Wait, this, this, this year? Yes. Okay, so their pick, um, what, a Brooklyn Nets pick? Um, one from the Cavs, maybe? Yeah, I think um, so. 
these Celtics, man. You know what? I'm glad Brooklyn's doing like like slightly like good this year because they're in ninth place. If Brooklyn was again like in the bottom of the East, the Celtics would just be too rich, basically. Too rich. Too rich, man. That's insane. Too rich. Man, you know what? Give it to Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge knows what he's doing. He <laughs> that, Ainge that was just... such a he he literally a master stroke. He set this team up for years to come. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting thing going against um, Lou Williams winning again this year. Um, no one has won back to back six mans of the year since uh, Detlef um, Shrimp. On the Pacers in 1991 and 1992. Really? Yep. That's so no one's done it back to back. The closest was Jamal Crawford, who won. So basically, Jamal Crawford won in 2014. Then Lou Williams won when he was on the Raptors. Then yeah. Jamal Crawford won. And then Eric Gordon, then Lou Williams again. So you know, Lou Williams basically owns a six man of the year award. Mm. So we'll we'll see. It's probably the most murky one that we're talking about right now, but we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, any more thoughts on that one? No, no, that's it. Okay. So let's talk about very the latest news. Very behind right now on these, but um, how was your uh, Christmas games? Did you catch any Christmas games? Uh, yes, I only caught. Uh, actually, no, I, I tried catching because I was super busy that, that night because or yeah. that day because it was Christmas, right? So, it's Christmas, yeah. Um, um, I watched, I think the only game that I watched completely was the Lakers-Warriors game because that was like the marquee matchup. Um, but that was such a let Like, that was a letdown in the sense of not necessarily because LeBron got injured, but because of how the Lakers just tore apart the Warriors. Mm-hmm. In a, in a good way, I like to say in yeah. a good way because it actually shows a lot of the the holes that the Warriors have, right? Yeah, um, this team yeah. bleeds. That's insane, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, let me let me quote let me quote um, Peter Parker. Punch me, I bleed. You know, please tell me you get that. Yes, that's a Spider Man two. Is that Spider Man two reference? Spider Man two. Yeah, he was talking Spider-Man to Mary too. Jane. He, he was me. doing. He, it was like he got advice from Doc Awkward. It's like, do no, no. He that's not the poetry part. No, he just no, says punch yeah. me. I bleed. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so um, it's it's when he lost his powers. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was starting yeah, okay. to lose his powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So uh, yeah, um, this warrior team is not perfect after all for for some crazy reason. And just to note. It's still scary to it's still scary to think that the Warriors can um, come come back in the playoffs with Demarcus Cousins mm-hmm. <laughs> and think of that lineup. Let me just remind you this lineup: Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant. That alone, yeah. that front court, back court, whatever the hell you want to call it. <laughs> that like no, seriously, be be honest with me. Is that there's like. In, in, in regular in, in, in traditional basketball you got the backcourt which is the shooting guard and the point yeah. so that's Steph Curry and um, uh, Clay Thompson yes okay but in the Warriors era you have a back you have a three way backcourt which is Clay Thompson Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant all yeah, of them can shoot yeah. threes in fact the entire the entire the entire five lineup can shoot threes DeMarcus Cousins can shoot threes 
Yeah. That's insane. That's 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 crazy. Draymond Green, I'll give it to him. He's not doing very well right now, and I feel that the more, uh, the worse he gets, the worse his stock comes up, and more uh. and more reason for the Warriors to kind of think maybe we shouldn't sign him this year. Maybe mm-hmm. we should we should sell mm-hmm. out a couple of teams. Maybe we should put him on the waving list because I feel like I feel that with Draymond Green, he's definitely a, a player to keep. Mm-hmm. Worth keeping, especially in the system that you currently have. Yeah. But, but let me let me let me go back to um, uh, Masai Ujiri, who, frankly, had every reason to keep Demar Derozan. Yeah. But he didn't. You know why? Because doing the same thing again and again is insanity. Now, am I saying the same for Draymond Green? Absolutely not. Because this is the no. first year where Draymond Green is actually doing kind of bad. Yeah. Right, and um, he's still a facilitator. He's still the heart and soul of the team, which yeah. which is why he's definitely like he's more on defense, or he's more on the side of defense where he will be kept by the team. Mm-hmm. The more and more he's giving them more and more reason to kind of think, okay, maybe we'll keep him this year. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll win a chip again. Maybe we'll do a three. Uh, um, um, what's it called? A back to back to back. Hell, they might even go back to back to back to back to back. Right, a four, a four, mm-hmm. a four peat, whatever. Yeah, um, it's it's a it's a stretch, but you know it's yeah, it's not impossible. It's no. done before, oh. but the last time they've done it was Bill Russell back in the eighties, I think, or the seventies. So, um, yeah, Draymond Green, and then Demarcus Cousins. That lineup, that that starting lineup, is terrifying, mm-hmm. especially for mm-hmm. the Raptors. Yeah. Especially yeah, the Raptors, because the the Celtics can actually do well with that team, if you, if you think yeah. about it. They have a very big team. Yeah, yeah, right, they so. they do. Um, a very versatile team. Oh, yeah. the Celtics. Yeah. They got a lot of pieces to work. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. In terms of my Christmas games, um, I had some family over, um, okay. and I had I had some of my younger cousins, right, and they're big basketball heads, right. So we were it, it was fortunate enough that they wanted to watch basketball, so we watched basketball. Uh-huh. Um. So we watch. I watched the Rockets Thunder game. That was really my first taste of looking at this James Harden, and James Harden just couldn't miss that game, and he he hasn't missed basically the past ten games um, yeah. since then, basically. Um, and you know, Rockets won. That was very interesting. Uh, and then the Mark, you know, that marquee matchup I watched too, and we were kind of shocked. We saw LeBron go down, uh, but here's the thing: even when LeBron was playing, the 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 Lakers were able to stretch. Um, and create this kind of a big lead of like 15 points, right? Um, but then LeBron got injured, and then the Lakers that lead started to shrink. I'm like, oh no, here it begins. But then, um, uh, then you have uh, Rondo comes in, and then he and Zubac become the best pairing since uh, Kobe and um, Shaq. Um, they they look like amazing. That was crazy to see. Um, Zubak needs more minutes. I like Zubak. I really do. I understand JaVale McGee's having a great year, but Zubak is such a young talent that I feel he can be that great player. But, you know, it was a very good thing to see that this young Lakers team, I feel like they're a lot more confident this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing they're doing a lot more, in my opinion. They really are. No, they are. Um, interesting, definitely. Yeah, interesting fact, too. This is the first team um, for, since 13 games um, where they basically won without LeBron James. So if LeBron James is on the team and he was sitting for some reason, there's been a streak of 13 games because it, the team would just lose. But then mm, the Lakers yeah. were able to 
AEW. So, you know, it's something. It's a tough West. So, you know, it really felt like a trend. It really marked a point for me saying, like, this Lakers team, LeBron is, like, a huge part for them. But I feel like the idea of him kind of passing on that leadership, you know, that skills to younger players, it has kind of, you know, shown. They look a lot more confident this year. Uh, they got more talent. Um, and it's a good thing to see that the idea is paying off, basically. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of my uh, pull from it. Warriors, you know, yeah, they have looked a lot weaker this year because they really don't have a true center. If DeMarcus comes, Cousins comes back at 75%, because this is a major injury or Achilles, if he comes back at 75% of the player he was before, this is a great team anyway, because before he was a superstar. 75%? he's still going to be an all-star basically like that's how good demarcus cousins is yeah and you know what i read a report where demarcus cousins said you know what depending on the year goes i wouldn't mind re-signing with the warriors and become like a long-term asset to them and if it comes like a point of money you know clay thompson may leave i don't know because like here's the thing with clay thompson uh his his three-point shot's been very off this season did you see that video where he yeah. he made like a few threes and he just stared at his hand he's like yeah. i missed you i yeah. missed you yeah yeah i um, saw that one yeah. yeah yeah um a lot of people are saying kevin durant's going to the knicks i don't know about that no. that's like a that's a, that's a huge thing but why would you want to go to the knicks you don't want to be the next carmelo anthony that's all i'm saying um but yeah, uh, we'll see if if it stays and, you know, a four-peat's possible. A four-peat is completely possible because they, they still are my favorite to win this year. They still are. Um, this is the weakest day I've seen them look so far, though, because, yeah, we'll, we'll see. DeMarcus Cousins will bring a very interesting aspect. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Even even okay. after even after the whole um, situation with... KD and Draymond, you think this is their weakest point? Uh, in terms of like years, because like I feel like the Warriors here were a much stronger um, team because they had like they they had like more players. They had um, they still had um, gosh, what's his name? Uh, Zaza Pachulia. They saw Zaza um, as the center last year, um, and this year, yeah, like I said, there's been more cracks with that relationship. Um, this feels like the weaker, the weakest Warriors team um, in a, in a while. Yeah, that's how it's felt to me. Okay, fair enough. Since Kevin Durant's come, since Kevin Durant's come. Oh, that's true. I didn't think yeah. of it that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was kind of going for. Um, okay, so those are were Christmas games. <clears throat> uh, let's really let's read Um Raptors are six and four in the last ten games. They are second in the East right now. We had that conversation before. Um, tell me, you're you know you're the Raptors guy. You love Raptors. Why why is this happening? Should we be you know kind of worried at this point? Um, and also, is there some Lowry injury concerns? He's been looking kind of. He may come back for tonight's game um, against the Spurs, but you know he's been injured quite a bit. And there's always that dynamic of him and Leonard both on the court. Like, how do they play well? Things like that. So, uh, go for it. Um. So for starters, I'm not. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really a Raptors fan. I'm more of a Bulls fan, which is why when I saw that game against the Raptors and the Bulls, it kind of broke my heart because I don't know who to pick. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um okay. The Raptors are not doing that great recently because 
I don't know. I've, I've seen their game. It's probably because... I'd like to say it's because of the holiday season. They're kind of like dwindling down. But even that's a terrible excuse. Um, uh-huh. Defensively, they're not doing that great. That's one thing. That's one of the issues right now that I've seen them um, do, which is they're not they're not going back they're not getting back on on the defense after their offensive offensive play they're they're coming in slow probably because of um so you're looking at the you're looking at the list of people who are injured Valanciunas Lowry who's been day to day and mm. a couple of other guys uh CJ Miles apparently is not necessarily day to day but he's been like on and off because of his injury the same goes yeah. with Powell um yeah there's a lot I'd like to say that there's a reason for rather uh, I personally I think that the Raptors can kind of cut some fat off of their their themselves for even for a little bit because there's a lot there's a lot of players in their team right in their game right now that mm-hmm. frankly aren't really doing that great um Greg Monroe interestingly enough is someone that I feel like they should keep but Norman Powell, I don't know, man. He's not performing you know, well. Yeah, um, so. they need to stash Norman Powell for the playoffs, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Greg yeah. That, that might be that might be a thing too. Yeah, they might just keep him for the playoffs because playoffs wise, yeah. Powell is really like a really good pivot player, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. And he worked well for them before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it does help because um, Greg Monroe's been like a mainstay for them since JV's been injured. Because yeah. He's really their only option. You know what? I agree with you. I didn't realize how much these injuries were piling on the Raptors. They just need to get healthy again, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they're still doing excellent. Kawhi Leonard um, has been putting up some excellent numbers. I really hope that when Lowry comes back, that his shooting stroke will be a bit more consistent compared to before when he started ha- having those back issues. Um, we'll see. We will see. Um I just hope that this team stays healthy. And you know what? I could see you talking about cutting the f- because there's a lot of quality players um, on the Raptors, right? Oh, yeah. But you need to give the minutes to people that matter. Because if you're looking at quality players, you have Danny Green, who's been doing great. Um, you have, um, oh my gosh, uh, you have uh, Van Fleet. Van Vliet's doing excellent too. Siakam's doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Monroe is a really quality player too. There's a lot of good CJ Miles. CJ Miles is really good also. Yeah, like he, I, I like CJ Miles. I There's agree. so much talent. There's talent on this team. There's there so is, much. Yeah. I can see what you mean by cutting some fat. Saying like, um, we don't need this many players. Because when it comes to the playoffs, um they don't really you don't really run with um, a larger lineup. You actually no, have you usually no. you, you use smaller bench. Yeah. And that actually came to bite the Raptors when the Raptors were number one in the East. They were number one in the East because they had a great bench, right? They had a great bench to work with. But when you're in the playoffs when it's you versus this one team where you could kind of strategize specifically and players just play more minutes specifically, uh, a strong bench doesn't help you as much. No, I agree. I definitely agree. So, yeah, no. and we also have to note this was this was probably just the toughest stretch the Raptors could imaginably have um, at the moment too. So going six and four against a lot of quality teams, it's not bad. Thing. It's not. It's not no, bad it's thing. not. No, it's not. I. That's yeah. That's why they're just they need to 
buckle down on defense. Offensively, they're doing great, right? Yeah. Uh, Kawhi Leonard went 45 points that one game against the Jazz. So I think they're in good hands when it comes to um, the offensive stretch. But defensively, they're not going back. Um, They need to get back on their... They need to to focus on defense because offensively, they're doing well. And I feel like Mm -hmm. if you you stop... If you make a stop, the offensive transition just... It flows, right? Offensively, if you're doing great, great. Like, kudos to you. But if you don't have any defensive... If defensively, you're not doing... Like, I'd rather have... I'd rather do it like this, where you play really well defensively, make a stop, or or not make a stop, but the fact that you you played effort, full of effort with, with defense, and mm-hmm. then you transition into offense, that says a lot about your team. And that says a lot about how... Um, uh, you want to play your play your style where you're actually setting the pace when you play like that. Yeah. Right. So even even yeah. even people might argue, okay, you can you can play offensively and you can set the pace offensively. Great. But when you're playing defensively, you're setting the pace for both ends. Right. So yeah, that's my take yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So overall, I'm not too worried. Let's see how they do. This is going to be a very interesting game to watch. We will catch that game. Uh, mm. I will oh, yeah. at least. We, yeah. we, will, we will do our best to catch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of basketball, I think we're good on that. Let's go to our main nerd topic because for the first time in a while, we've actually watched a movie that's relatively new and we both watched it so we can finally have a discussion of a movie. And that movie is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um you watched it before, um, yeah, and you you were a big fan of it. Oh yeah, um, you liked it a lot, and uh, you you hyped me up a bit. Like I'm like, oh, I'm excited, and I've heard so many good things, right? Uh, you hyped me up for it, and I thought like, oh, I don't want to be disappointed. And I, you know what? Thoroughly, I was not. This was, I hope not. No, this was a great movie. Like I didn't know what to expect. Um, the visual style was really interesting. I liked right. the animation a lot. Right. At first, I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, this animation, it does, it kind of looks cheap. It doesn't look like a Pixar thing, right? But I'm like, no, this kind of worked. It felt like I was like watching a comic book, if you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it was really interesting visually. Um, story, it was, again, a very interesting story. Um, very humorous, very funny. And I was not surprised to see the people that made 21 jumps help make this movie too because i saw like a lot of that humor as well too and it worked really well but you know what i was more surprised but just like how how good the characters were i you know what it helped that this movie was almost two hours as an animated movie that's that's quite a bit for animated movie almost two hours and you know what it was it, it really paid off like i really felt I really like these characters a lot like miles i like peter b parker i liked a lot too like I felt like really attached to them. I felt like I really got into their story, and you know I was so glad to see how that movie turned out. Like I was really invested in the characters, and it was such a, it was such a great movie. You know what? Like it was like, I'm gonna say this too. I, I watched it with my cousin. Um, I want to give it like an eight point five. Um, but then I thought back to The Incredibles two, which I gave like a seven, and I'm like saying. I either go two ways on this. There's no... This movie is a lot better than The Incredibles 2. So I moved The Incredibles 2 to a 5. And this oh. movie is... Honestly, yeah. Because that movie, compared to this movie, was just just absolutely lazy. There was nothing unique with that movie. They didn't try anything new. They didn't try anything dynamic. The characters just felt so stale. Um, the humor wasn't even that great. The humor just relied on stuff that was funny in the previous movie. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that movie's a five to me now because this this kind of shows me this is what you can do with um, not the biggest budget, but this is what you can do um, with a great script um, with, with people that you know like these characters um, and with original storytelling. This is what you can do, and this movie is like an excellent Pixar quality animated movie in my opinion. It really is. I know. I, I definitely agree. Um. Man, I'm so high about this game. Uh, this game. I'm so high about this movie because it. Like, I've always been a Spider-Man guy. My first move. My first superhero movie wasn't even super. The first. The, the first superhero that I was introduced to was definitely Superman. Right. Bar, yeah. bar, like that's that's the. It's like the the grandfather of superheroes. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but. The first superhero movie that I watched was Spider Man, right? With, yeah. with Tobey Maguire. Um, Me too. There you go. So like being a Spider Man fan, like and, and definitely relating to his quirky, nerdy aspect. And the movie oh man, spoiler, spoiler alert for everybody. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler Listen. from here. Yeah. The movie really the movie really highlights the whole um idea of the reason why a lot of people like Spider Man. And I love their their um, um, dedication at the end with Steve Ditko and um, Stanley. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that Spider Man is masked, he has a mask on, right? Yeah. You can look at Captain America and say, okay, he doesn't have a mask on. Great, or he has a mask on. Sorry, but we know his name is Steve Rogers. We know his yeah. name is Peter Parker, and we know you know. Okay, maybe Iron Man, but even Iron Man and Tony Stark. They're two different characters that are all together the same. My point is, okay, and my point here is that they really highlighted the whole anybody can be Spider-Man. Yeah. And anybody yeah. can be a hero. And that's why I love yeah. I love Spider-Man and this movie really um accent or accent accented, I guess, or strengthened, I guess. Strengthened my love for this uh character. Um yeah. Can we can we let let's let's go in now because I I I want to hear your thoughts on a couple of things. I'm the interviewer now because I watched it first. Uh, yeah, go <laughs> um, for it, go for it. Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, I kind of I I, I understand you your your on Gwanda, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, Gwanda. All <laughs> oh, right, Gwanda, Gwen Stacy. Gwanda. My name is Gwanda. Da. Yeah, I never understood that part. I think it was like a little humor. It was just a little. I know. Little, it was, awkward, I, I know it was humor. humor. I know it was humor, but like, okay. Let's actually. This is the first point. Guan. I get it. She's trying to hide her name, but why? Tell me. There was no part in the entire movie for her to to hide her name. Her name was if he if she said my name is Gwen Stacy. Yeah. It would have been okay. Like she yeah. she like in in hindsight she have just she should have just been like a side character. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, my name is Gwen. Cool. Oh, my name is Miles. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. Hey. You gonna pull that move? You gonna pull that move someday, DJ? Oh, man. I've been pulling it since day one. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Um. Okay. You interview me a bit after. I Just going that Gwanda thing. I just felt because, like, she got into a new universe. This is the first person she's talking uh, about. It's just sort of just like, oh. 
gosh, I gotta be like kind of careful here. I'm just gonna yeah, make yeah, a yeah. fake name, right? Because like, why not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, go on, go on. You said you were interviewing me. Interview me. Okay. Um, let's go backwards. What do you think of the <laughs> the the end credits? Okay. <laughs> I, uh, that was hilarious. That was really funny. Like, story was. I don't know what it means. Like, I guess it just expands into like, oh, this is what they're going to do in the future movies. Like more like time dimension jumping. And I like that. I think that'll be fun. I hopefully it doesn't get too stale. But again, it was so funny, man. Like, oh, you pointed at me. No, you pointed at me. You pointed at me. And um, I was interested to learn that the voice of that Spider-Man, the Manuel, was Oscar Isaac. And I like Oscar Isaac a lot. So um, again, interesting i i found it very funny very funny uh okay fair uh to to give you a bit of context that was spider-man 2099 i think oh so from the future so okay, he's okay. from the future um there was no there was nothing to point so i had a conversation with this with a friend and she told me that i feel she felt that this movie as much as it's asking for a sequel it doesn't need one. Which yeah, says a lot about know, how good the movie you, is. I see what you mean. Right? Because I feel like if you give it a sequel, either they're going to do really well and they're gonna it's going to be a great sequel. They're going to do great with it. Um, the, the These are the... Mind you, this is the same directing team that uh, directed uh, the Lego movie. So the Lego yeah. movie... The second Lego movie was great. So... I wouldn't be surprised if they did well or if they went on with this with this movie and wait the second do... Lego movie wait did that already come out not the second Lego movie sorry the other Lego the Batman movie was it oh Lego Batman yeah Lego that. Batman yeah there you go that that was a great film uh, funny okay. film so okay. if they did a sequel it'd be great but if you just leave this untouched she's, mm-hmm. she said it so well it's so poetic it's such a poetic movie um, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, uh, so at the at the end credits, it's interesting. There's nothing to point about, you know, what could happen next. It was kind of more or less just a meme. They were just oh, they were just, just referencing okay. the meme of you. You're pointing. You're pointing at me. Yeah. Why are you pointing at me? No, I'm pointing I, at you. You're I, pointing. I I'm pointing you because you're pointing at me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah so it was more of a kind of a. A nod to the meme type of thing. Yeah. Um, and you sorry, this is a quick thing I, I also like, where it's just like a lot of those like kind of pop culture references, like they were like good pop culture references. Mm, like that's such were, a good definitely. thing to reference that meme, right? Yeah. That's like still a tip with the kids, right? Yeah. It didn't feel like some 50 year old writer who was just saying like, oh, what do the kids like today is going for? It's It felt like, like people that were like really in touch with what their audience would like. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that's why humor works so well. But yeah, go on. Um, I need to watch it again. I I gotta be. Oh, um, what do you think of all the, this? I guess I would call them the Sinister Six. There was there were six villains in the entire film. Um, Fisk. Um, wait. Doc Ock. There were six. Wait, wait. What? Okay, okay. So there was like there was Doc Ock. Um, There's... there was that. There was Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> wait, wasn't Donald Trump the guy with the suit? No, he didn't have any hair. Oh, then no, again. yeah, I thought it was too painful. No, I, I, it's so weird. I got some weird, really like big Donald Trump vibes from that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Go on. 
what well, no actually no that's a that's a bad I, I don't know that probably like more of a an in-depth question actually here what do you think of the whole story of there's this character like or oh, sorry the nods to every um what's it called rehash of spider-man because they had to do okay let's start from the beginning yeah, yeah every yeah. character and that's supposed to be like a um a nod to the fact that there's been what six spider-man movies now five spider-man or sorry five yeah six yeah, yeah. Six yeah like all movies. those origin all yeah. those origin ones yeah yeah like that's what I love like all that little like self-referential humor where it's just yeah. like so clever it's just like oh let's do this again because Spider-Man has so many different Spider-Man characters mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and like it makes so much sense that you're doing this parallel re- uh, universe idea interesting thing um, do you know who voices uh, Noir Spider-Man oh uh, Nick Cage Nick Cage I was I, I died when I heard Gosh, of course they brought Nicolas Cage into this of movie of course they had to of course um, and of course, they make him play noir Spider-Man. <laughs> How would it say? The wind comes with me. It smells like rain. I'm like, oh gosh. No, it was like so clever. So it so clever. It's really good. Um, uh, what was your question again specifically? <laughs> like, what you th- what you think of the origin? Like the origin nods. Oh, like, well, that was great. Origin that was, that was after funny. origin. Yeah. The best part too was it was funny and great. But I love like how it kind of came full circle because when Miles kind of took himself as Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he got his own origin. He got his yeah. own story. And yeah. you know what I like? This is what I like about this movie because it did it so right where when you do like an origin story, right? All of them kind of have been like this. Um, even with the first Spider-Man, right? Where it's just like the first half of the movie is just like origin part where he's trying himself. And then at the half, basically, he becomes the full Spider-Man and then he just does his thing um, for the second half of the movie, right? You see that with Captain America, like other movies like that. Iron Man 2 was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I liked about this movie, it was like a pure origin story because the end of the movie wasn't kind of Miles beating some villain which is commonly what these movies are he does beat a villain but it's more of him completing his character right because up until the end he hasn't really found his ground like the movie he's learning he's starting to get better yeah and i like that stuff but at the end he's like i'm gonna be that spider-man right and even even up to the end peter b parker was just like oh i don't know but then like miles like you got to take the leap of faith in me right and then he yeah. does and that's like that was his origin this is how the spider-man began and it felt like a real origin story where it's like this is this is how he actually started it's not like where it's like up to half point now we're gonna put in this villain and he fights that villain that's how it's gonna work no this was like a full origin story and i loved it like it just made me so invested in it i like I, I haven't been invested in such a character like that in the superhero movie in so long. Like compared to the amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Garfield one, I, I didn't really care. Um, but this one, like I really felt invested in Miles. Miles just seems like just a cool kid. Right. And I, you understood him as he went on mm-hmm. and you understand like his struggles, things like that too. And I felt it was such a deep, smart, funny movie. It was, it was great. It was great. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think one of the things that was, um, a big part of this film was I I definitely agree, agree with what you said he wasn't he was he definitely beat the villain for sure but if you look at it from a larger view perhaps the villain wasn't really Fisk or Doc Ock 
No, no. It was the fact that he couldn't get over himself. Exactly. He had had that chip on his shoulder, which, frankly, what what Peter Parker from... Peter B. Parker, the one voiced... um, The guy with the brown hair. The the Peter Parker with brown... the, The one that got older. Yeah. Right? Perhaps your biggest villain is the fact that you think you have a chip on your shoulder. Perhaps the biggest villain in your life would be that... You know, you you feel like you need to prove yourself when in reality you don't need to prove yourself. Just do your thing. Mm-hmm. There's no necessity for you to prove yourself. So exactly. That was no, that was that was that's why it was so poetic to me. No, I I, I that's so true. It's so deep because it's like all those characters, like it, like even like the outside, like those other ones, like Peter B. Parker, um, even like the Gwen Stacy Spider Man. Mm their biggest rival was within themselves too because like it was yeah. nice to see peter b i know so glad they showed like him in his universe just showing like hey i'm sorry mary jane um i'm ready i've grown up sort of right yeah um, i also love that fact they showed like an older 22 year old like a 22 year old like sp- man that's been spider-man for 22 year old who's like almost in his 40s basically he's gotten like fat got chubby basically I-, yeah. I found that funny i found that hilarious it's like, a <laughs> dynamic you've never seen before right yeah um, it, it was po- it was very poetic. It was very nice, and like you know what, that's what a superhero movie should be. That's why the second one, Spider Man Two, worked out because it wasn't really about him against Doc Ock. It was about his struggle within himself mm-hmm. to accept being Spider Man, right? And this right. is the same thing: him accepting himself, him believing himself, and you know that's what happens when his father talked to him. Um, him accepting himself, believing himself. Um, knowing he can be more right and it was it was so beautifully done right you felt there was a character evolution a character arc and it was just it was just a, it's a, it was such a engrossing it was like a movie like i said i thought this would be the movie like it felt like a movie if i had kids and i brought to them i would say that was such a good movie to bring your children to like that was mm. a good like that was not like some inane garbage animated cash grab that was that was artistic vision people wanted to make something beautiful and they did and that was it, it was a great thing to see and i'm glad to see so many people like it because it's such a good movie um yeah no i you know what? i'm gonna say some points i like too i liked how they started with basically spider-man dying um yeah. that was like it was kind of shocking like wow that it kind of felt wow that like i'm sure some kids got that like oh gosh spider-man's dead right but you know it just drove the movie and it felt it felt natural it didn't feel hammed in it was just you know spider-man died and it was such an interesting thing to see like a world where spider-man died um it, it was all fresh new stuff um oh also quick question did you see the uncle aaron plot twist coming with him being the prowler oh yeah yeah oh my gosh i um... feel dumb now i feel dumb my sister saw it too and like i did not i was like i was legitimately shocked when it happened like oh what Uncle Aaron, bye, Uncle Aaron. No, no, but like that's 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 good. That's good that you yeah. didn't see it coming, right? It kind of yeah. sucked. Not really that it sucked for me, but the only reason why I I saw that was because of the uh, the poster in his room. Really? Yeah, I'll I'll send you a link. But people were like, <clears throat> people were looking at the Easter eggs and whatnot. There was. Um, a poster in his room, in Uncle Aaron's room, where he was, it was either showing Prowler or was showing, like, the 
Black Panther or the leopard thing. And Aww. the color of his room too was reminiscent of the Prowler. Prowler's purple, yeah, right? His purple, room is purple. Like, so the purple tone, yeah. yeah so. And you know it makes sense because he said like, "Oh, I'm away for town for a bit," you know, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. make that connection because like I was so like deep into the movie. Like I, like this was interesting too because like now a lot of times when I watch movies now, I kind of like label scenes. I'm like, "Oh, this is a scene where um the the hero realizes he has to do this." Oh, this is a scene where this happens oh this is the inciting incident this is where this is like i i find i analyze the technical aspects while i watch it and it just takes me out of the movie this is the first movie in a while where i got like totally engrossed by it basically where i was just like completely in for it basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah which which says a lot about the movie definitely yeah so. yeah absolutely um i don't know like i i just a great movie like yeah. very very glad to see it i would love to watch it again um sometime um definitely a buy for me which is kind of weird to say for this rear movie that i i didn't have any too much ass like thoughts about but now like you know it's such a good movie what do you rate it i give it a nine out of ten what do you give it something around that nine nine out of ten nine or eight eight point eight out of ten the only reason yeah. why i say eight point eight or like lower than nine is because I don't know. Like I'm, I'm still. Yeah. I'm still not like I'm still not sold. I, I, I love I love Miles Morales. I love his character arc. I love his a story arc. I love his his. I love the movie and his his suit. It's so cool, man. Yeah. But, um, the only reason why I gave it like a I guess a nine or lower than nine is because of um, I guess how. There, there was a, there was something to be said about it being so open ended, mm. um, and I I like that I like that, but I like I don't like it in the sense I don't like it being open ended because sometimes you kind of want the movie to just say okay this is the ver- this is the universe, but the fact that he was able to contact Gwen, mm. right at the end right uh, Gwen yeah. was it was Gwen who contacted him right like hey Yo-y. hey Miles right, do you remember? Sorry? Do you remember? Yes. Where, where, it's where just Gwen... at the end where like the pink portal opens up basically. Yeah. It's just like, hey, I'm like, oh, okay. I thought like that was leaning to more like, oh, sequel stuff where it's just like, yeah, they're still in contact. Yeah. But then again, I'm at odds with the whole sequel thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I agree with my friend. Like, this might be a movie that although they've set it up for a sequel, doesn't need one. And frankly... I'm leaning towards maybe we shouldn't get one because the movie's so good, right? Mm. I, I'm I'm going to be selfish and just say I I just want to see more of these characters, see more of this world. If the sequel sucks, I do not care. I still love this first movie, and I can still live with that. Okay. I don't think the sequel will suck. I think it'll be a good movie. It may not live up to this first Fair. one, but I Fair. I'm I I really want to get back into this universe. Fair. For me, it's not like it's not like a ten out of ten because. Only a rare movie deserves a perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, with this movie, like the only way I could say marginally it can increase is I don't know, maybe if you like had ten extra minutes um just like put to put out through the movie in terms of just like, you know, a little bit slower moments, a little bit more of this, um, I don't know, a little bit more background into this. But you know, it's tough to say. It's tough to say. It, you know, 
great movie. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. Like it's not a, it's not a kids movie. Anyone can derive entertainment from this movie. Mm-hmm. Agree. Anyone. Agree. Anyone. Uh, you know, excellent movie. Um. Uh, do you want to move over to three point play? Sorry. Oh you yeah. Move over. To, okay. Yeah. Let's let's do three point play. Um, because I believe you have Bane practice coming up soon. And let's yeah. Just get through. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Okay, let, let's get then. Okay. Um, I will let you take the first one. Uh, okay. Uh, John Wall's having a season-ending surgery. The Wizards should take this chance as a chance to sell their key assets. And one. Uh, and one. Yeah, John Wall's yeah. season's over. His season's over. He's got yeah. Achilles injury. It's it's finished. Uh, sell Beal. Um, for someone, someone will take Bradley Beal, get rid of Otto Porter Jr. Not get rid of, but trade him, get some assets, and you know when John assets back, get it because Dwight Howard, Dwight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Um, why not? Um, yeah, just like it's. I'm sorry, the Wizards. You've had a great few years. You were like a great team in the East, but. The time's kind of finished now. Yeah, you had a great run, and but you know what? There's too many up and coming teams in this East. It's rough, but I'm I'm sorry. It's just got to be that way. And I think uh, this this season ending injury kind of puts cap on that. You're not getting the playoffs without John, and that's that's that really. Well, I agree, 100. percent It's um, it's tough. It's a tough. It's a tough break for them, but. It's an end one, in a sense. Only reason being is because I feel like a part of me wants to say, yeah, definitely sell your assets. But at the same time, I feel like they might even do better without Wall. Oh, you think? Yeah, there's been a lot of like friction with John Wall and yeah. stuff like that. too. And you know, Bradley Beal is an excellent player. Yeah, he is, definitely. So, we'll see. We'll see. They're they're on the two winning streak, which says a oh, lot. Oh, wow. A two winning yeah. streak. Wow. Let's see who they, let's see who they play. The Hornets and the Hawks. Oh, oh, that's that's wonderful. Right, good job. Yeah, you know who they lost to the day game before? The, the Bulls. Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls. <laughs> I, I I won't read too much into that. That's okay. all I'm saying. Fair okay. enough. Fair um, enough. Okay. okay. So both and ones. Okay. Um. Okay. So LeBron has been out since Christmas, wasn't? Uh, coincidentally, Lonzo Ball and in part all of the other Lakers uh, are having a great stretch of basketball. Lonzo Ball's probably having the best stretch of basketball he's ever had. Um, ignore those boos he got from missing free throws. <laughs> that was rough. Um, in fact, his young core looks a lot stronger now. LeBron's influence has finally come through. And you know what? This team is ahead of where it was before, and this team is ready for it all to make that push. And one? Yeah, definitely and one. Um, there's still... A lot to be had when it comes to this team. The only reason being is because their young core, they're getting there. And they're definitely getting influenced by LeBron's uh, coaching. And personally, for a long time, I've always seen it as LeBron um, finally coming to his role as not, not no longer, no longer the player, no longer, you know, the player to go to. But... And you're gonna. Ha- I don't know if you're gonna hate me for this, and I hope you agree with me in some way. He's definitely doing a player coach. Um, he's he's giving me a player coach vibe. 
Oh, he's been doing that for years, for right. years. No, but no, but like for years, it's it's never been it's never been like with the Cavs. It wasn't obvious up until Teron Lu. Or actually, yeah. Like not yeah, not until like 2016 when they won the chip, right? With Teron Lu, Teron, Teron Lu, right? So, uh, but with Spolstra, are you kidding me? Spolstra's one of the greatest coaches in 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 this era, in this decade. No way he played he played coach uh, player coach in that era. Spolstra right? was probably the best coach LeBron's had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, over over um, what's his name? Brown was it? Mike Brown, yeah, Mike, Mike Brown, Brown, Mike yeah. Brown, yeah. So, you know, um, with with LeBron playing his his play, playing his style, the young core are doing really well. Um, the veterans are easing in. Rondo apparently has a very um, long uh, break ahead of him because of his um, injury and his surgery with it. So oh gosh, he gets right back in, and he and just he, gets his hand injured yeah. again. More time for Lonzo. More time yeah, for more Lonzo. Time for Lonzo. That's, that's a that's a good thing, right? You want you yeah. want Lonzo to succeed. I want Lonzo to, to succeed. I want yeah. Lonzo to to ease into his play. He's got four years with LeBron, man. Come on, uh-huh. You, uh-huh. and I feel like LeBron can retire as a Laker eventually because th- four years from now he's gonna be what thirty eight, right? Yeah. This could be his final stretch. Could be. I think. I think it will. Yeah, but I feel like he he'll also kind of. I mean, not really slow down, but I think he has no... There's no signs of him slowing down, except for his free throw, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he has no sign of slowing down. I do want to see him play against his son eventually. So, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We, we'll see. we got an interesting four years ahead of us. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I, I'm an and one on this. Yeah. Um, before the season, I was not sure how the LeBron James in the West was going to work. Um, but you know what? I feel a lot more secure about this right now. Uh, if they get that star, that's excellent. Uh, the other star, um, they were booing Paul George, saying, we don't need you. We-. It'd be nice to have Paul George. Um, but yeah, in terms of this, uh, this team looks pretty good. Young core is developing nicely. Um, Kuzma's doing great. Brandon Ingram's starting to look a lot better. And again, Lonzo Ball, too. Um, keep up that positivity. Let's see how this team goes. And so, yeah, definitely end one. Um, okay, last one again about LeBron. <laughs> so uh, interesting thing, LeBron said. LeBron says that uh, him beating the Warriors against a three-one deficit was the moment he became the goat. Too bad Kyrie was the one with the shot that actually sealed that W. LeBron James is over And one. Uh no, that's a hard miss. It's a brick. Hard brick. LeBron is the goat because of the three-one deficit. Easy, that Kyrie, yeah. that shot with Kyrie, great. Like Kyrie got that, and we and they won that game, great. But LeBron led that team. Uh huh. LeBron was that was the facilitator. He was the leader. He was the the commander, floor general, you name it. Yeah. And with like Kyrie was just you know the sniper in the back that decided to mm-hmm. shoot the final uh, shot and. Uh, nailed that final or hit that final nail on the coffin for for the Warriors to lose that set. So, no, that's not an exaggeration. Um, no. Greatest of all time? Sure, sure, sure. Like great, he's he's great. One of the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know, yeah. Uh, what do you think? 
That's interesting because you're a big uh, MJ guy. I am, um, I am, but I, 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 I see, I see talent, you know, and I, I see it as it is. You know? LeBron is one of the greatest of all time, and it's arguably the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I think with LeBron, it really helps that he has three championships under his belt. What he's been, what he's done with the Cavaliers, um, and you know what? He averaged a triple double that series. Mm. Um, and you know what? History will always remember that series because that was the first time a team in the playoffs blew a three and one lead. Yep, it's never happened before. No, nope. it's never happened. And you know what he did this against? He did this against the greatest regular season team ever, seventy three and nine. Says a he lot. went off. He got the job done. Kyrie Irving was a huge part of it too. If Kyrie wasn't there, they wouldn't have won. But LeBron oh, yeah. James averages triple double. He did that work. He did that work. And you know what? It was just that Cavs team coming together. Like I loved watching those final six minutes because it was such a it was so key because all those three players contributed. Those that big three, Kevin Love, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie with the shot. LeBron James with the block and um, what I like to call Kevin Love with the lock because he had a great defensive play against Steph Curry and he basically took time off the clock and he made Steph Curry take an awful shot. It was such a good coming together of all these three players for such a insane series. One of the greatest playoff series I've seen, you know, for the past like while, right? Like no sweeps, just like a really intense basketball. Um, so LeBron James, in my eye, is GOAT. And, uh, you know, his MVPs, his championships, it's... Yeah, hope is that he continues this and he's able to uh, increase those stats when, uh, you know, he goes with the... when he's with the Lakers. But yeah, this is an one for me. Okay. Okay, um, okay. Players of the week. CJ, who's your player of the week? Uh, Leonard. 45 Leonard. points against the Raps. I mean, against the Raps. <laughs> oh, 45. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, he ripped no. off his Raptors jersey when he's playing against the Spurs. Like, I it's going to be weird. I, I'm excited for that game tonight. But, um, yeah, 45 points with the Raps. I mean, nothing nothing more, nothing less. I, it's a, I've, I haven't been catching a lot of games because I've... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... You know, yeah. Well, well. I'm Leonard is just on a tear. Although I do want to hear who you have to. Um, who's your player of the week? Who's your player of the week, Raul? Um, let's just say I have a hard. Then, um, to quote CJ oh. DJ, to quote <laughs> CJ. Um, yeah, Harden. I'm sorry. Like he's putting up some crazy numbers. He put that team on his back. It would be a disservice to say he is not player of the week. He's oh, just yeah. excellent. Uh, shout out to Paul George, uh, PG-13. Uh, great work. He's been offensively on the tear, defensively great. He's really propelled this Rockets team above when Russell Westbrook's been having shooting struggles and a scoring struggle. He is almost at the cusp of 20 points, 27 points per game, and he's just doing so excellent right now. And uh, I'm very happy for him, and I really do wish to see him have playoff success because... You know what? Him starting with OKC, maybe that was the best thing he could have done because now this is really his team. He's taking control of this team. Um, and if he went to the Lakers, that would have been the case. That would have not been the case. So uh, 
you know, James Harden player of the week, but shout out to my man, Paul George. Mm, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Games uh, to watch. Watch San Antonio versus... Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we're, recording, we're recording on um, January 3, Thursday at 6 p.m. Or 6... 48 p.m. So yeah, definitely watch the San Antonio versus Toronto game. <laughs> I don't think this the episode will not be uploaded by then, and I yeah. doubt, I doubt, yeah, anyone will catch that. Well, but, let's, uh, let's 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 give a let's give a thing. Let's give a prediction. Who do you think? Who do you think's gonna win? Okay, prediction. Um, let's see how stupid we sound in the future. Um, <laughs> in San Antonio. You know what? Raps, raps are gonna raps. take this. Yeah, raps are gonna take this. Yeah. I say raps too. Uh, blowout or it's gonna be a close one. Uh, ten points. Ten points. Yeah. I say it's gonna be within five. You think? You think so? I think within so. Five? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Um. So that's our I, that's our game watch. Um. Okay. Quickly, since it's New Year, let's share some personal stuff here. What are your New Year's resolutions? Is it cool if I start? Yeah, do it. Okay, 2018. 2018 was quite a year. I learned a lot. Um, I succeeded. I failed at points too. Um, it was really interesting because I thought back to when we watched The Last Jedi. And the main central theme of that movie was failure is the greatest teacher. Um, and I felt 2018 through you know some hard times, some rough points, low points... And, you know, some high points. I, I feel like I've learned a lot this year. Um, but right now, coming off 2018, uh, it's a year I learned. I'm thankful for that. Coming into 2019, and I really want to look at this year as the year where I get that bread. You know what I mean? Where it's just like you get it right. That yeah. you uh, go for the paint, you get focused down, you go hard for it, and you uh, you just come up with what your uh, goals are. And uh, that's what I want to look for this. I want to use what I've learned from this past year and really apply it to this year and you know reach my goals basically okay fair fair enough well kudos to you friend i hope you get yeah. those get those breads get that bread get that bread get that get that um uh what, what was get that what, what was it before we said that huh no we we said get that bread earlier before no I, okay, I don't know. Oh, and also, also, this is really random too. But I still want to keep going to uh, the gym. It's crazy, but um, I'm wearing like the shirt, and I wore the shirt when I was in Florida in um, April, right? Okay. And I saw a picture of me wearing that, and I'm like, oh man, I look awful. My body looks awful in that shirt. <laughs> like I, I felt like it was like skinny fat sort of, right? Where I was slim, but I saw that belly. But now, like. I, I'm looking at myself now. I'm like, man, I got some shoulders finally. I got some oh, shoulders. Oh, and that, and that gut went in a little. That gut went. I'm like, okay, let's keep hitting that gym base. Um, but yeah, that's just another. That's just my, my little superficial rant on that. But yeah, what are your resolutions, Jay? Uh, okay. Resolutions. You know what? I'm just going to keep going, man. Um... I'm current, you know, my weight. I'm I'm definitely gonna drop some weight this year, again. Mm-hmm. Cause the reason why I bulked was because I wanted to build more, like more muscles. Yeah. Um, a small goal of mine, or not even a small goal, is to do ten pull ups straight. Mm-hmm. Which is that'd a be a goal. Yeah, that's a proper a goal. goal, man. Yeah, it's a proper goal. Yeah, because I've you know pull yeah. No, pull ups are hard when you're heavier. 
Oh, pull-ups yeah. are hard. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Because um, before, I remember, I think it was a little over a month ago. Maybe like the beginning of December, mm-hmm. early, no- like late, mid-November, I could not do a pull-up. I had yeah. to use, I had to use, um, you know, those exercise bands. Yes. Yeah. So th- that was supposed to help me do pull-ups. So like I can do five or eight in a row with, with an exercise band right now. Mm-hmm. I can do five in a row without an exercise band. Nice. So I'm, I'm trying to hit 10, you know, if ever I can do 15. Another thing would be try to lose my gut. I still have a, like, <laughs> like I said, like with all that weight loss, all the things that I've, all the weight that I've lost, there's a lot of skin there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, not nothing big. Um, I want to read twenty books. Nice. Uh, nice. This year, so yeah. I'm already on a, on another book. Uh, I got a, a lot on my list, and then lastly, is to finish my rather inter- interestingly enough over the past couple of days extensive gaming library. I went from just having two K to buying the Bioshock collection. Oh my gosh! I love Bioshock. Bioshock. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna love Bioshock, and it is one of my all-time favorite games. Okay. I've played that game. I have played that game three times because I love it that much. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm still getting used to the controls. I'm playing Bioshock one right now, the first one. Yeah. The story's interesting. The story's really yeah, it, interesting. It, it, it's very, uh, very um, post-apocalyptic, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah. Which, which kind of threw me off. They're like, who are we fighting? And I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe the villain isn't as black and or like the protagonist antagonist storyline here isn't as black and white as I want it to be. Hmm. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I, I gotta Keep finish playing. it then. Yeah, Bioshock Collection. It has all the DLC, ev- like everything, and I got it for twenty bucks. It was on oh sale my- for the Xbox One. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, you're so gonna love those games. I'm you're excited. Love- two, two is basically a rehash of one. Okay. Um, frankly, you can skip two because one and three are the ones you need to play. Because like one and three, they're similar, but they're totally different games. Because one is, you know, narrow corridors. Yeah. You know, you're kind of surviving. While three, infinite, is like you're in open space. You're swinging. You're uh, basically like super oh. fast. You're going rapid fire. You you are everywhere basically, man. Like okay. you are like that speedy. You're you're like you feel like you're kind of like a superhero, dude. Okay. Um, I, I yeah, I love three. Three is my favorite. Okay. Okay. I'll give it uh, by Shock Infinite, right? Infinite. That is. Yeah. Oh gosh, you have to try it. Okay. Um, and then I think that's it. Nothing really crazy. Like I I just wanna keep working on my phys- physical goals. Maybe uh be a stronger, faster version of me every day. Yeah. Every day, all day. Get in the gym, Rahul. Yeah, get man. Some, man. I, I I want to. I want to. You know what? If you want to get that meat, you gotta you gotta get that meat. You gotta eat. That's why I'm living by basically. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So um. Yeah. That is um. That is the show. Thank you for listening. That is our holiday brother special. Ooh. Um. For uh, anyone listening, and for to you too, CJ, and for myself, let's get that bread. Let's get that bread. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for listening in. This is Nerds and Basketball.